This is episode number seven of Ships with Olympia Dukakis. Welcome to Ships. My name is Pat McAndrew, and I am a professional actor, speaker, and coach. In every episode, we discuss a message related to the most important vessels in our lives. Thanks for being here today. Now let's set sail. to the ship's podcast today we have an amazing guest joining us today oscar winner olympia dukakis very excited to have her on the show she was kind enough to devote some of her time to chat with me about her career about acting and also just the importance of human relationships uh, so it was really great to have her on the podcast Olympia Dukakis has appeared on Broadway in the show's Rose, for which she got a Drama Desk Award nominee, Social Security, Who's Who in Hell, The Aspern Papers, and in London, she also appeared in Rose at the Royal National Theatre, Credible Witness at the Royal Court, and then off-Broadway, she's appeared in The Milk Train Doesn't Stop Here Anymore, The Tempest, Mother Courage and Her Children, Singing Forest, The Marriage of Bet and Boo, for which she won an Obie Award, Curse of the Starving Class, Titus Andronicus, A Man's a Man, which she also won another Obie for, Rose Tattoo, Three Sisters, The Cherry Orchard, The Seagull, Electra, Hecuba, and Pierre Gint. She is an Academy Award winner for her performance in Moonstruck, a role that also earned her a Golden Globe Award, American Comedy Award, and the Los Angeles Film Critics Award for Best Supporting Actress. She has appeared in more than 60 feature and short films, including The Infiltrator, Seven Chinese Brothers, Cloudburst, Mr. Holland's Opus, Steel Magnolia's Dad, Look Who's Talking, One, Two, and Three, Mighty Aphrodite, Jeffrey, Away From Her, among many others. In television, she has appeared in Big Driver, Sex and Violence, Forgive Me, Bored to Death, Last of the Blonde Bombshells, Sinatra, which she had a Golden Globe nominee, Joan of Arc, which she got an Emmy nominee, Tales of the City, More Tales of the City, which she got an Emmy nominee for, and Further Tales of the City, among more than 40 others. She has performed in over 130 productions off-Broadway and regionally at theaters including the Public Theater, ACT, Shakespeare in the Park, Shakespeare and Company, and the Williamstown Theater Festival, where she also served as Associate Director. She is a founding member and producing artistic director of the whole theater in Montclair, New Jersey for 19 years. She's also a founding member of the Actors Company and the Charles Playhouse in Boston. She continues to teach acting at NYU and master classes for professional theater companies, colleges, and universities across the country. She was bestowed the National Arts Club Medal of Honor, and her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame was placed in 2013. And at the 2018 Greek Independence Day celebration at Gracie Mansion in New York City, 
Mayor Bill de Blasio proclaimed March 20th, 2018 as Olympia Dukakis Day. So it is an honor and privilege to have her on ships today. I really think that you're going to retain a lot of great information from what she has to say. And if you like this episode, be sure to call in, leave a voicemail. I'll be excited to hear your thoughts. So without further ado, the one, the only, Olympia Dukakis. All right, so welcome back to the Ships Podcast. Today we have Olympia Dukakis with us today. Olympia, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you. I'm very <laughs> pleased to be to be here. Yes, yes. I'm I'm really excited. I think that our audience is gonna get a lot out of this conversation and uh they'll be excited to soak up your your words of wisdom. Oh, indeed. Well, they may have to hang around for another five years. <laughs> so I'm wondering if you could uh, just start out by telling us a little bit about your background. May where are you from? Where did you grow up? And and what what led you to where you're at today? Well, I'm from Boston, and uh, and I was educated there. I moved to New York when I decided to become an actress. Um, first, I wanted to be a physical therapist and. And I wanted to be an athlete, and then I ended up in acting. <laughs> what led you down the acting path? It's not a very clear um, uh, picture. I just had a strong impulse about it. I, I, I was asked to direct something in college, and I found it very exciting and, and fulfilling. And, and I realized that there were aspects of myself that I that I wanted to, uh, you know, uh, find out about and uh, acting seemed the way. And so you came to New York as an actor. Was this after you graduated from school in Boston? Yes. And how is that transition for you? Oh, it was really exciting. Uh, I, I didn't know anything. Uh, and uh, I, I, I learned uh, as I went. And I had some very good friends, and we supported each other. And I started a theater eventually here, and, and then we we moved with our kids to a New Jersey to Montclair, and then we moved the theater to Montclair, and it was I ran it for about twenty years, and my kids all graduated and left and stuff, and so we came back to New York. Nice, nice. And so you you have had uh, many years of, of acting right now and uh, a lot of, uh, I imagine, amazing experiences. So what do you have a specific process when it comes to your acting? Does it depend on the project or the character or, or is it really pretty much the same throughout every project that you work on? No, my process is... Uh... Is is mine, and I I pretty much use it for everything that I um, come up with. Do you find that when 
talking with with characters, whether it be through a play or through television or through film. Uh, really what makes these mediums so exciting to watch is the complex relationships of the characters involved. And so as an actor, how do you navigate those relationships? Well, I have a, a process of work that I follow. And uh, I tried very much to work with the other actors and with the director and come up with something that we were all happy with. And uh, then uh, I try to enjoy myself. <laughs> right, right. I feel like that's uh, that's something that uh, at least th that I've noticed that some actor, a lot of actors forget is that process of enjoying it. Well, they're probably in a phase when they're learning about the process and, of course, confronting certain things in themselves. And that can be difficult, like it is in any profession. Right, right. How important would you say the, the element of play is when acting? The fun of it is to see how the text lands on you. The first, you have to be rooted in the text. You have to follow the text and the demands of the text and um, see where it takes you. Right. And so uh, at, at least what I've, what I've found is that sometimes uh, actors have the tendency to, to take liberties with the text, to really um, transform it into something that's uh, maybe not necessarily what's there. And from what I'm hearing, what you're saying is that it's uh, absolutely essential that the actors concentrate on what, what's written and how it resonates with them. Yeah, but if what they find is boring and not fulfilling or incomplete, uh, they should work on that. They should work with the, the writer about the text. They should work with the director about and the other actors to see if you come up with something. Because not all scripts are good, to be honest with you. Right, right. Do you find that uh, in your experience that it's kind of trial and error with regards to when you read a script, figuring out what what resonates with you and what doesn't? No, no, that's not trial and error. That's real applying myself and uh, my craft to what it is. And... Um, I mean, usually I don't take a part that I don't feel some resonance in it, you know, that I don't feel it has range or something. I mean, I, I always stayed away from the um, prototype kinds of things. And and is it, um, so you will obviously choose parts that interest you, but is there's, uh, do you also choose roles that sometimes frighten you or are those ones that you kind of like step into or, or maybe maybe shy away from? I, I like to be scared because when you get scared, it means that there's something going on. You're responding to something, and I like being scared. So you've been an actor for several years now, and what have you learned from your years as a working actor that you could apply to your real life, perhaps lessons that you've learned through acting that could be applied to your life outside of a role? Hmm. to make sure that I track myself, that uh, I know why I'm there and what I'm doing, and to make sure that, uh, you know, I don't get a, 
abused or amused too much. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you learn to protect yourself and you learn to negotiate. And um, But that's true for anybody in anything. Right. Do you believe as actors we... We exercise skill sets that may be lacking in today's world with all of us, you know, glued to our devices and uh, really into technology. To be honest with you, I don't really know because I've never had that glued into thing. But um, I would suspect that it, it, it could limit you and, and define you. And, uh, but I think anybody who really wants to act is a, would be aware of that and would be working against it, would be looking to find their way. Right. So something that always appeals to me, and I'm, I'm, you know, echoing a little bit of what you said earlier too. The that what's what's so appealing about acting is that that you could have fun with us, fun with it, and wow. there's something about telling stories that's very, um, very dynamic and really engaging. And so from your perspective as an actor and, and even a, a director or um, a, you know, someone who has worked in this realm for so many years, why is it important for us to tell stories? Ah, hmm. To know who we are, to understand the times that we live in, to be able to see other people, or who they are. And do you think that theater, film, and television is one of the best ways to do that? Well, I, I mean, I don't know, the, one of the best, but it certainly is a real way. It certainly exists as a possibility for people who have right. that inclination, absolutely. Yeah, and there's the, there's that magical moment when we're watching a, a movie or, or a television show or, or a play and and we could truly relate to what the character is going through. Um, right. And yeah, it, it allows for that connection in, in a specific way um, and allows us to see other people's worlds and other people's stories like what you were saying before. So, so I'm curious in the work that you do, um, Acting is an incredibly difficult job. It's something that I, I feel like I've barely even scratched the surface of myself. And so uh, in, in your years of experience um, and through the various multitudes of people that you've worked with, what do, what do you feel actors often get wrong or, or something that they, that they get stuck with? Oh, so many things. Um, they don't trust the text. They don't understand the text. They don't trust the other person. They don't trust themselves. Understanding of what you're doing, and and, and trusting that you you have a method, a way to get to it. That's important. That's why actors study. And some people are better at it than others. It's like everything else. Some people are easier than others. That doesn't mean that the ones that find it hard don't come up with good work. It's just, a, you know, different. Right. And and would you say, how, how much does life experience come into play while acting? Well, I, I think life comes in, in, into play with anything you do. And certainly uh, acting, because uh, you understand, because you're dealing with a human being and your experiences in life 
help you understand other human beings, see what they need, what they want, what's the problem, what their obstacles are. And, and, and I'm curious, actually, that this is just something that popped in my head, uh, you know, because just through our conversation and then also being in the room with you before, um, there's uh, an understanding of the, of the importance of text, uh, you know, especially in the way that you work. And so I, I'm curious as to what are your thoughts on improvisation? Oh, I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. Um, people use it for many different reasons. Uh, sometimes just to get to know each other, sometimes to um, loosen themselves up with the uh, different uh, aspects of the text. Yeah, improvisation is good. And uh, so you, you've had you've had such an extensive career, um, and I imagine every experience or, or most of the experiences. Uh, were were beautiful in their own way, although I imagine some more than others. But was there a specific moment in your career where it was like uh, absolutely a, a defining moment? I, I feel there were many, depending upon the part and the people I was working with. There were a number of them. What was one of them? Rose Tattoo, I think, was doing that play. I did it five times. I think it was... Uh, an extraordinary experience for me to do that play five times. And what was it? What was about it that made it extraordinary for you? Well, I kept finding more and more and more. I kept making more of myself available. I kept trusting the other actors more because I I knew I I, I could land on my feet no matter what. And so would you say that you had developed a deeper trust in yourself through doing that play five times? Yeah. Uh, that and, and a craft, I think that's important. In a sense that I could fall down and get up. It was okay, you could fall down. You just have to get up. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And And how important is it for actors to remember that? Um, to to remember like the importance of of failure and then getting back up. Yeah, it is because there are a lot of mishaps and missteps, and to see it as part of the process, as opposed to you're a failure, this, that, and the other thing. Everyone around you is terrible. Blah blah blah. A lot of things happen like that, and so you, you've got to try to keep yourself from getting sucked into all that. Right, right. It's just one of those things that's a part of the industry. Right. And so, uh, you know, has, with, with that said, with that specific defining moment, and like you said, you've you've had some others as well. Was there a specific role that you played that that really resonated with you? And and if so, why? Well, there are a number of them actually. <clears throat> uh, Rose Tattoo, I think, resonated uh, because the woman starts off one way and evolves. Uh, she actually uh, falls in love. It was uh, a wonderful, it's a wonderful play. Um, wasn't the only thing, what else did I do? In the classics, I did a number. Oh, um, what's her name in um, that play about the um, Trojans, the classic? Oh, uh, Helen of Troy? No, the other one with Hecuba. I can't remember the name, darling. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, you're fine. 
And why was why was that role uh, yeah. very resonant for you? Because uh, this was a woman who started off very torn. Yeah, she was the woman from Troy. The Greeks, of course, defeated them. And um, how she handled that and how she came through it, not easily. It really felt to me like it resonated about life and stuff. Mm-hmm. And do you find that um, whether it be these roles or, or any other roles that you've portrayed, do you find that there's sometimes characters that bring something out of you that you didn't even know existed? No. Didn't know? No. And I guess that goes back to what we were saying before about like the, having this deep trust in yourself. Well, I knew about them, but I hadn't risked them. I knew many things, but I hadn't put it into my work or my life. And actually doing that in my work strengthened my ability to do it in my life. That actually happened to me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fascinating, actually. Is, um, and, and how much do you feel it's important to... Because obviously, as actors, we are um, really embodying this character... Um, but from your perspective, how important is it to have like ourselves uh, in the character? Because uh, oftentimes you you hear about um, actors being cast because of like their specific personality or their specific type of who they are. So how important is that when uh, we as actors are playing characters? Well, it's important. Uh, I. To- it's important for you to connect to that part of yourself that is that you see in the character. It's important. Now, some things are easy to connect because you do it in life. Others are what they call a stretch. You have to stretch. Sometimes directors are, are very excited about the fact that they see something potentially there, something already in there, and they and they feel like when revealed, it will be really interesting and important. So, so yeah. So, yeah, so then you would say it's it's really almost crucial that uh, actors are themselves, or at least part of themselves, when when playing a character. There's no way that you cannot ask connect to some aspect of yourself. You can't do the part if you don't. This is great. This uh, these are a lot of great uh, tidbits of information. Um, so, th- th- obviously, there are, are thousands of uh, aspiring act actors out there, um, really um, trying to to build a careers career for themselves as an actor. And so, do you have any uh, specific advice for for those who may be listening? Um, uh, in order to to create the careers that, that that they want? Well, first of all, you have to be sure that that's what you want. And then secondly, you have to apply yourself. You have to learn a craft. You have to learn about the theater, not just today, but what theater was and uh, how it evolved. And then you have to learn about acting and how it evolved. And um, I mean, all of that is really very helpful. And why is it important for actors to 
to study how, um, you know, perhaps how different acting methods were several years ago. Why is that important that they take that and then apply it to their work today? Well, to, to, to see what happens to them, to see what works for them, to see what methods move them in some way, and then to incorporate it as part of their work, their craft. And I, so I guess going off of this idea that not every method of acting is going to work for every single actor, but rather they need to go back and study a wide variety of different methods and see what works specifically for them. Yeah. Not only for what you're looking for something that works for you, something can work for you, but if you study something else, it can expand you in a certain way. It can enlighten you in a certain way. It, it brings other information and stuff that begins to feed in, you know, and affect your your method, your your, your craft. Right. And so that leads me actually to to my next question: um, uh, How important is uh, a process for an actor? I would not use the word process. Actors have to have a craft. Like anyone, they have, they need a craft. Like any working person, a potter, I don't care, a seamstress, everybody has a craft. And actors have to have a craft. Do you think that a, a lot of actors forget that? Even It's such a simple idea, but do you think that a lot of actors go into, uh, whether it be auditions or or rehearsals, or or a shoot, and they don't have that craft. Well, you can't do it in on the stage. Certainly, you you can fudge in television. It's difficult to fudge in movies because television is so quick. Uh, but um, you. You, you you can't fudge with it. Yeah, or at least you, you can't build any sort of sustainable career without a craft. Well, I would think so, right. It's like anything in life. You, you have to have a way of doing it. Yeah. And really really treating it as, as your job, because it is. <laughs> yeah. But more than as your job, the thing you want to do with your life not only a, just a job, it's what you want to do with your life. You see it as a way of your evolving. You see that. Right. And would you say that actors know that they want to be actors or aspiring actors know that they want to be actors? Is it um, something that's intuitive? Is it something that they figure out along the way? Because I think there are a lot of actors out there who are trying to get work and, and really struggling and always questioning to themselves whether or not it's something that they want to continue doing. Do you find that the ones that may question, then, you know, maybe those people shouldn't be actors because uh, it's never a question for those who, who do? No, not at all. I think questioning is really important. And if you don't question, fine. But if you question, fine. People have different ways of approaching things. And so you would probably say that it's a little bit of both, um, that 
actors know that they're actors both through intuition but then also through uh experiences whether it be uh, acting acting in a play or or taking a class and right. really starting to discover that it's something that they want to do it's 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 certainly a, a, an interesting lifestyle for sure but an exhilarating one at times yeah <laughs> So I, I'm curious, so much of, of what we talk about on this podcast and why I was really excited to have you on the show is, 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 is talking about this um, concept of relationships and, and really the importance of human relationships, the way that we interact with one another, the way we communicate with one another and really build uh, friendships and, and community with, with uh, the people around us. And so I, I'm curious as to uh, what was a relationship that you had um, perhaps in your, your professional life that had a profound impact on you and, and why was this the case? Well, uh, there was, I had a wonderful teacher. There were actors around me who affected me. Uh, um, <clears throat> there were scripts and texts that did that. There were audiences. <clears throat> All of these things are there for you to find out and learn from. What what can an actor learn from an audience? Oh, a great deal. A great deal. Uh, first of all, if they're, if they're on target, because if an audience doesn't understand you, the rest of us and this and that and everything else, if an audience is laughing when they're supposed to, You've learned something. If they're not, you have to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. If they're getting up and leaving the theater, you have to figure out what. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, I kind of have to course correct. <laughs> Was there any sort of um, relationship that you had, you know, like what you were saying with audience, with a script, with teachers? Um, did, did any of these in inspire work that you, uh, went on to do later in your life? Oh, constantly, constantly. Very grateful for the relationships I have. So the relationships between characters, like I was saying before, you know, I, I obviously don't have to tell you this, but for our listeners, you know, the relationships between characters are, are so important, whether it be in theater, television or film. And so when you think of a genuine, deep, meaningful human relationship, what comes to mind? Children, their parents, their husband, their close friends. Those are the things that come to mind. A president. Oh, oh yes, yeah. <laughs> um, and is there a reason why those specific relationships come to mind? Well, because they're always with me. They're always with me, and they're therefore they're always in my work, informing it. Yeah. And they and they love you no matter what, <laughs> through your successes oh. and failures. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was fortunate. I didn't have a hell of a lot of failures. <laughs> no, you didn't. That is very true. Yes. <laughs> and so um, I, I, I want to be respectful of your time, Olympia. Uh, Thank you. We have to, not only that, 
I get weary, you know, I'm almost 88. So <laughs> yeah. And Hey, you're still doing amazing work. I'm wondering if you could uh, tell our listeners um, if you have any projects coming up soon. Uh, well, tales of the city is opening uh, this spring. Uh, that was a series that I did for Netflix. Right. And, um, that's, and that's a revival, correct? Uh, yeah, it is. It comes out in June. Nice, nice. So for you listeners out there, Tales of the City, be sure to check it out on, on Netflix, you said, correct? You got it. Great, great. Well, Olympia, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. I'm, I'm very excited um, to, to you know, hear what our listeners uh, think of this episode. Uh, a lot of great information for both actors and uh, your everyday person who is passionate about relationships. So I really appreciate it. Thank you. There it is, everyone. Academy Award winner Olympia Dukakis. It was so great having her on ships. And I really hope that all of you listeners out there enjoyed the episode and were able to really hone in and take some of the words that she was saying, whether it be about her experience, her advice on acting, and really apply it into your daily life so that you can make a change for good. Now, if you like this episode and you are on the Anchor app, feel free to send me a voice message because if you do, there's a possibility I might broadcast this voice message later on in a future episode. Many thanks again to Olympia for being on this show. I cannot thank her enough. And many thanks to her assistant, Stavrula, who did a great job of orchestrating all the logistics of this conversation. I look forward to catching you all in the next episode.